This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Swansea has more McDonald's and clean sheets this season, so don't forget your Muck Nuggets are closer than you think with Muck Delivery. The only thing left to say is, you in? Order now in the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app are participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for further details. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. All right, so um, welcome everyone to Swans Cast. So just starting up a new channel, let's see where it goes. Just to talk about the Swans, basically, and football-related stuff, and just uh, yeah, we'll just take it from there and see what happens. So I want to introduce you to Lee and Chris. Hello. <laughs> Lee is, uh, <laughs> as you can see in the top left, Chris is currently just got out of the shower, so he's got no camera on today. But um, yeah, so we have some other people coming in and out as we go ahead. But yeah, let's just talk about what what happened in the last match then. So against Barnsley, so Lee, what do you reckon? What, what's your verdict on the result? Yeah, I thought it was all right. I mean, not the not the you know prettiest of games, but I think we sort of moved away from uh, playing some unbelievable football and focusing on getting the job done at the moment. So I think that's what they've done again. A when solid two 0 win, I think. Yeah, when you say unbelievable football, I mean, I'm guessing you're basing that on the last two matches. It was a Reading and Watford where we played quite well at home. Yeah, well, I mean that's just the key difference, isn't it? Like if you look at the Reading game, we played brilliant football and didn't score. Um, so I, I'd I'd rather I'd rather have a game like Barnsley on the weekend where you don't you don't actually play that well, but you win the game. <clears throat> yeah, what do you reckon then, Chris? What was your verdict on the match? To be fair, I was, was going to turn her off after the first half because it was <laughs> wasn't the most exciting games there. No, it wasn't uh, really a thriller, if you like. No, but I mean, if you're going to get promoted, you got to win them type of games, and you, you know, yeah, win, so, uh, win ugly. So what? What saved you turning it off? The goal just before half time, is it when uh, Roberts turned into? He sort of um, focused in on his inner Rory Delap. Oh, I, I did actually turn it off. <laughs> Did you not see the goal? Uh, not the second one, no. Oh, the second one, fair enough. But, um, yeah, I think <laughs> I think you both in the nail on the head. It wasn't a pretty game, um, but sort of one ugly, and I guess winning ugly is a sign of good team. Can't really knock our stats in terms of defence. Another clean yeah, sheet. To be fair, though, the, the defence, yeah, they've, they've brought, you know, they haven't had, like, the same three defenders in all season. They've been chopping and changing, haven't they? So it's not just like the same people who are like. Yeah, so obviously we lost you know, Rodon, and you could argue like um, 
Well, no, everyone I, I... said he was the best defender, and you. But it's not like it's just been the case of we've lost him, and then it just no, shows like it wasn't the just him before guy. because you got like Cabango, you got Bennett has come in, you got Gihi, who obviously yeah, Manning been, and uh, Bennett they've been like yeah. popping and changing the last couple of and months. And even and like they, you know, yeah, yeah, so you said Manning's come in, they've bid well to left back, uh, sorry, left centre back, and even though he's done that before in the past, where it hasn't really worked too well, QPR in the cup last year I think was prime example. But yeah, it just seems like they're all on the same wavelength in this new formation, and it's not just one one of them that's on board. Even when the new guy from Man City, Joel, I can't say his surname, what's his name? Latabodia. Latabodia, is it? Yeah. yeah. Um, even when he's come in for like his one or two appearances, he's looked strong. And, you know, it was his first game. Yeah, but I think I think now that he's changed, since he changed that system of playing three at the back with the wing backs, I think he can just sort of chop and change, isn't he? Because the system sort of fits in and it means they're not conceding as many goals so I think as we've got the luxury of um, all those defenders like I said you yeah. know we've lost Roden I think Bennett coming in was probably an improvement I know Roden will probably go on and do bigger and better things but, but I think Bennett like current ability just, and... yeah I think yeah, I think he's, I think he's improved the defence with taking Roden up and putting well, Bennett he's, in he's more experienced than he he's won promotions and um, played in the Premier League recently so can't really argue I think, yeah I think he's been class so far um but yeah, I think I guess the formations allowed them to have a little bit more trust because they know the extra covers there, and then yeah, or at least at the start. And now I think the confidence is just there. They just don't. I feel like there's a mentality. Yeah, they don't think they're going to get scored against. Yeah, you're seeing a different different side to us at the moment, which I am quite enjoying. It's just sort of it's, they're saying to teams, "Look, come on, you're not you're not going to score against us. Fancy your chances not to concede." Go same like Saturday against Barnsley. I know they had probably more more chances in the first half and. Probably the better of the game, but they were always confident. We never really looked like conceding a goal. Yeah. So and then that allows us then to take our chances. Like, you know, it was a similar QPR away on Boxing Day. We just sort of absorbed all the pressure they brought onto us. Yeah. Um, just fancy them not to score. And then we just take our chances. So, Chris, what do you reckon who's been a standout defender for you this season? Um, Robert. Speaking of which. Apparently he's been uh, given was it who was there a bit of grief on Twitter about uh, rugby he's the throws? New sheriff. Yeah, the, he's new, the sheriff. new sheriff. Oh, Ken Owens. Yeah, he tweeted Ken Owens and he was good. Ken Owens, yeah, yeah. So speaking of the throw, um, what do we think of a scoring from a long throw? Then everyone likes to celebrate the Swansea way, and that's probably the most anti-Swansea way thing. But obviously, it's led to a goal. So, what's the thoughts? Well, on we that? we haven't really played the Swansea way. Maybe not, but like everyone still likes to quote that as our, our mentality yeah. and what we, we like to strive to try and achieve. So that's obviously we, probably as far away as you can get. That's something you'd maybe associate with Sam Allardyce or Tony Pulis. But it's I think we just, we're just in the middle, aren't we? We're not doing the Swansea way anymore. We're not doing Cardiff football. So I yeah, think we're just in the middle. And you've got to have yeah. a few long balls here and there, haven't you? So. They're just adapting, I think. Yeah, I think it's a happy game. medium. One game like the Watford Red in, maybe playing the passing football as we'd expect, but then pitch. yeah, but it's another it's another string to your bow, isn't it? Like yeah. the game against Red and we played good football and had tons of chances. And if they can, uh, you know, that game really wasn't going anywhere. And if we've just got to throw it in that sort of position in the pitch, and you can throw it in, then we can yeah, exactly. get a nothing goal out of it. Then why not? Why not use it? And there's a couple of games I think this season have been like that. I think um, the one that immediately springs to mind is Coventry away. It was a bit of like yeah. scrappy. Bit of um, 
not really much structure, no one taking hold of it, but I guess that sort of thing. Then you just get it's essentially a free corner, isn't it, from just a throw in? So, yeah, it's just another sort of threat, isn't it? So, yeah, I wouldn't mind more Connor Roberts long throws if they're going to result in goals at the end of the day. It's just one passage of play, isn't it? So, Andre Ayu's good in the air, and um, a couple of others as well, obviously, the defenders. So, it's something that we could use more going forward, I think. Um, what about Jamal Lowe then? What do you reckon? Top top goal scorer this season, Jack and Chris. I didn't really see, didn't really see it coming. Yeah, he, he's all right, isn't he? I mean, yeah, seen better. But yeah, so we watched <laughs> the Norwich game together. Um, I think it was that game he missed two sitters, really two one on ones with a keeper. That arguably, if if we had scored, we could be looking at top of the league at the moment. But you know, that's ifs and buts. But yeah, did you see his form coming around after that? Been maturing like a good cheese. Um, <laughs> he's, I mean, you know, getting better as we go through the season. Yeah. So, um, yeah. What do you reckon, Lee? You said he didn't really see it coming. No, I didn't. Didn't. No, I didn't see it coming. To be honest, like, well, he's not really brought in to be sort of a, a number nine striker. Is he? he's more of a more of a wide man, so wasn't really expecting many goals from him. But I think, and I will be honest, I it was. Highly critical of him after the Norwich game, and I think there was a few games leading up to that as well. We missed some good chances, and I thought, I just thought, it's this not going to work? I remember saying, like, oh, maybe it's time to swap him out. You know, maybe give Cullen a run out, and um, the guy from Brighton, I can't even say his name. Kayokarez, <laughs> uh, is it? Kirik Kayokarez, yeah. <laughs> However, he says, and I was calling for him to maybe give him more of a run out, but he's going to score against the Cardiff big Coventry, definitely. Guaranteed, but guaranteed. yeah, um, I think they did drop him for one game with Chamalo and give Cullen a run out, and he didn't really, he did okay. But I think since he came back into yeah, the they team, did give him a run out. maybe that like being dropped, you know, you're not going to start every match helped a little bit. But I think since he started scoring, I think especially the Cardiff game, he's kind of like gone from strength to strength. And I know he said like he wasn't brought in to be number nine, but I feel like Cooper must have had that known that was in his heart. And I think he has done an interview before saying. They thought that he did have the attributes to work with what they wanted to try and mould him into that position. Because obviously they knew the formation they were going to play since since the original lockdown. They've done it, haven't they? So they must have been expecting to play him. Yeah. Even if it's not starting, if they wanted to get another striker in or whatever, or um, like you said, the guy from Brian, if he was expected to do better. But I, I think it's worked out really well in the end and he's probably just quite versatile now. So even if we did bring someone else in, Perhaps he could even drop behind Ayu and the other striker and play where maybe Gibbs White would have played. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if that would work. Yeah, I think him and Ayu work really well. Him and Ayu work really well together, don't they? I mean, they just. I think I think his goal scoring form though has sort of come in line with. I think Ayu's been a bit quieter in the last couple of games where maybe he's yeah. getting a lot of attention away. I don't know if you, I don't know if he'd been quieter. He hasn't got on the score sheet, but the red innkeeper made some worldy saves no, and denied really. him some goals. Well, uh, yeah, it's a. Uh, yeah, he's always he's always in the game. Like you've got to have him yeah. there because he's he's always in the game. But I mean, in terms of like every game you watch, he sort of everyone's sort of touting him as man of the match every every sort of week. So I think he's sort of dragging some attention away for someone like Lowe to just start yeah. having more space, getting more chances. Yeah. So Chris, I know you didn't watch much of the Barnsley game, but what other players do you think caught your eye, or at least like as a whole this season? Um. Andre, are you? 
Any any particular reason? He's good at scoring goals, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, he is, I don't uh, know if he, I, I I mean I don't know if he could do it in the prem, but well, like if we went back up again. Yeah, I so don't know if he, he would he be the answer. Quite a few for us in the prem when we were there before. I want to say like fourteen. Him and his brother have played for us now. Do you reckon his brother, obviously his brother plays in the Prem, do you reckon he's like that much better? I think. Because I always thought Andre was the better out of the two. But I, th- I think they're just different, aren't they? I think Jordan is a bit more of a tricky player. Like, probably a little bit more skillful. But I think Andre is a, probably a little bit better um, football mind, maybe. He's younger as well, Jordan, are you? Yeah. Probably sort of coming Andre's to his definitely better, isn't he? Well. Yeah. Yeah, Jordan is younger. Um, I think probably... Well, Jordan was basically our best player when we got relegated, when he... In terms of for, like, attacking-wise. Oh, yeah. attacking because that match that he got sent off yeah. against Huddersfield literally ruined our season. <laughs> Yeah, he was outgunned, wasn't he? For I think he was scoring. He was scoring quite well, wasn't he? Yeah. Well, that, that was literally. We thought that was a good point after we drew that nil nil because he was out for three games. We didn't score a goal, so that's literally where it went down. Yeah. Yeah, how do you uh, how do you remember these facts? I haven't got a clue what happened in the Barnsley game. I knew quote in like three or four years ago, like results. Just just one of them things, isn't it? I'm sure, I think Lee's got better memory than me of even further away. Back probably like leave one days and stuff. Yeah, I can't remember. I had for breakfast this morning. I don't fucking results three years ago. <laughs> I'll dig deep. I can remember what you had. Didn't you have gone off with the bix and with gone off milk or something? <laughs> um, okay, so the last thing about the Barnsley game, then, what do we think about the pitch? I think it was quite similar to ours a couple of weeks back. So maybe we were a bit more used to playing on that sort of surface. And pitch surfaces are in. The news again today with the Blackburn game getting called off. So, do you think the pitch helped us get a win, or did it? Was it like more detrimental to Barnsley's game than ours? So, I don't know. I think I know. I know ours was bad, but I, I, I obviously didn't see it in person. But when we were watching the games on TV, I still thought the ball zipped across the surface quite nicely because it just there was no grass, so it was just flat. Yeah, and that Barnsley pitch was just like a rugby field. It was just all cut up, and there was no chance of. Of playing any sort of football on it, yeah. So that's why I think the the long throw came in handy again. Yeah, it's exactly. just adapting, isn't it? Yeah, and I guess that's like you said already a good trait to have is to adapt. But um, it's not like your loan at the back is it, Chris? That pitch. Oh. <laughs> your loan's more like the one behind me, isn't it? Well, no. Yeah. Yeah. Because you, you talk about the, the the Swans pitch, but you know when we were in the Prem. Like they were winning awards, weren't they? For like the best pitchers year after year and stuff like that. Like what happened? Oh, apparently I had the disease because they relayed the pitch, yeah. didn't they? After lockdown, and so, yeah. I don't know. Someone must have got into it. I don't know yeah. how it works, but apparently it was diseased. That's why it was. It just couldn't regrow. Well, the new pitch was diseased. Yeah, usually, yeah. usually they rip it up, don't they? Like at the end of the season, and they they treat it then over the summer. Yeah, uh, so I, I don't know what I think because of lockdown, they and they didn't know when it was gonna. They didn't know it was gonna start up again or when it was gonna start up again. So they I'm had to. About, uh, they had to sort of leave it for a while. Talking about ripping pitches up, you know the Spurs Stadium. Have you seen what they do? Um, if there's like a, an American football game on, 
they literally take the football pitch oh, yeah, and put it into yeah. the car park. They like, like we like rotate out, out doesn't it? Yeah, it yeah, must be a ridiculous. lot of like quite expensive how they set that up, like um, to be able to do that and keep it alive, I guess, and a good quality. Yeah, but it's a very might be a, new stadium. Might be artificial very... as well, though, isn't it? It's probably is it like a thing to be half and half or something? I don't know. Yeah, I might be. I don't know, most NFL pitches are like like astroturf type things and they oh, like they'd be astroturf like diving all over the place you'd be getting like burns everywhere wouldn't you no not like not like yeah. the old not like the old school <laughs> astroturf <laughs> like like to play cut your leg traumatised going up the Phoenix oh, Centre yeah. dive in and get oh, yeah, two degrees on my legs cut, you, cut your leg cut your leg on that and you'd go, it would go fucking green for about three yeah, I've still got some sand in my knee from uh <laughs> Ten years ago, like well, the the little ball things they put up on the pitch, like the little uh, to keep oh, the ball out or whatever, like black it's stuck stuff. in your shoe. Mm. Yeah. Um, okay, so I would normally be talking about well, then the Blackburn game would have been the next game after this was recorded, but that's been cancelled. Um, <clears throat> so we're going to move on and talk about Nottingham Forest, which is up next in the FA Cup. So I think Forest. I know we played them. Um, we won away, was it, earlier this season? But um, their form has turned around a little yeah. bit of late, so they haven't lost in at least their last five matches, but I'll have a look in more detail now. Are they playing today? Or was it, um, they haven't got a midweek game this week, have they? It's been cancelled. Just having a look. I'm not sure there's games tomorrow as well. They're playing tomorrow against Middlesbrough. Oh. I say I'll say the twentieth of January, just in case uh, anyone's watching some other time. Um, so the last couple of games, then, so they've won the last two in the league, which was a three-one against Middlesbrough at home and a one-nil away at Preston, and then in between those, they beat Cardiff one-nil as well. So it's three wins in a row, and then the last league defeat was another four matches ago where they lost to Brentford. So there was three draws in between that and a win against Sheffield Wednesday. So it's a decent run that they've been on, so it's a little bit different from last time we played them, where they were really doing quite bad. So what, what do we think about this one? I don't know, I'm torn a bit. I don't know, like sometimes I think, oh, I really want a cup, I really want a cup run, especially knowing that we've got Man City next, but uh, if they go through. But um, it, it depends what sort of side he's going to put out. I know he was moaning about the... Um, Know, the the schedule a bit wasn't he this week, but the cancellations probably helped them a bit in terms of getting a bit more rest. Yeah, but I don't know if he's going to ring the changes in totally like he did against Stevenage, or maybe a bit of a mix and match. But I think if he, if he wants to go for it and puts a puts a full side out, like I, I can't see us you know, struggling to beat them at home. I think the way that we're playing, I think I, he's got a sort of cup style knockout football, isn't he? Well, I think um, rotation. Probably will still do some rotation, but like I would have said, he probably wouldn't bother now because of the cancellation. But when you consider the next league match is the Wednesday after the game and it's against Brentford, then I think Brentford maybe you will rest some players. What, what do you think, Chris? Yeah. You don't want to lose momentum though, as well, do you? No, I don't think so it'd be you... a full skill change the eleven. I think maybe five changes. Six oh, changes. I mean, like if, if if you make like quite a lot of changes and then you end up losing like two 0 the Forest at home. And that's gonna hit the confidence a bit, isn't it? Going into Brentford, isn't it? Yeah, so. it is. you're right. Um, I don't know whether I would make changes because 
yeah, it's, it's a tricky one to manage really because at the same time you, you wanna you wanna give some of the others a chance. So like, I don't know, maybe you'd rest some some players like Kyle Norton. He's a bit older, so maybe you'd bring um, Lata Bodier. Is that how you say his name? I'm not sure. So he's just come back yeah. from injury, so maybe you'd bring him in, rest Norton for the Brentford game, just in case because he's had a couple he's had a couple of hamstring injuries this year himself. Um, I don't know who else. Maybe if. If we do get this loan sign in from Aston Villa, maybe he'd have a run out, or at least from the bench. I mean, what's what's his name, Luke? Great, the guy from Aston Villa. Yeah, I don't actually know. Okay, do you want to look it up then quickly? Horahan, is it? It's another. It's going to be another contentious one. It's Horahan, Hulahan. No, Hulahan. He's played for Norwich, is not he? <laughs> <Not> Hulahan. <laughs> Remember him. Rahan. Was the other one? I think it's Rahan, isn't it? Jody Morris, isn't it? Or Jordan Morris? Oh, Morris, yeah. He looks alright. Who's Jody Morris on Facebook? But that isn't Jody Morris like a D-list celebrity or something? Or is he a footballer? Jody Morris is a footballer. Footballer, is he? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so yeah, so especially if we sign Hurihan, which is Who? apparently tipped Hurihan. <laughs> Hurry Hurry Han, I, don't, I don't know how to say his name. <laughs> it's Huri Han or Hu- sure Huri Han. One of the other. Connor Huri Horahan. <laughs> Get rinsed in the comments about that. But yeah, and Jordan Morris could potentially be with us by the weekend, although I think Jordan Morris wouldn't be able to play because of the oh, so quarantine that he potentially would have to... 10 days quarantine, isn't it? Yeah, so he'd have to, yeah. he probably wouldn't be able to play. So we could see... Um, Corner get a run out potentially, but maybe from the bench. Um, Byers potentially, I think, might come in, rest one of the centre midfielders. I think what he likes to do in the cup is maybe start like Felton and Byers together um, and use, for example, Grimes and Smith half each. That's what he did last time. He used yeah. one of them and yeah, one half each. And then Dander perhaps would get a run out. I can't really see many others, maybe Manning as well. But um, oh, and a new keeper. So Salak already said five or six changes, but that's what I would think would be quite likely. That's the that's the beauty of it this year. I mean, we like we haven't really had depth like we had. I know we've lost it a bit now with all the loans being cancelled, but our depth is pretty good. Like, our, you know, they bring a couple in. They bring yeah. in Morris now. I know we won't be able to come in for the game. And, uh, and Horahan. Yeah, he, well, I haven't seen much about him, but obviously John's not here now. But he was saying that. He's quite an exciting signing. Yeah, I think it's a good signing that they managed to bring him in. As he had the previous... It's not one that I thought we'd be able to pull off when it was mentioned. Yeah, he went up when Villa won the playoffs. He played for them regularly. So, but he's still, he's so still he's, a new signing then, yeah. is he? Oh, oh, no, no, he's, he's, no, he's no, no. I, I, I saw some stat today that out of like 126 goals for Aston Villa... In, in a certain time period, he had contributed to like 56 through assists or goals or something. So, yeah, I've just yeah. got him up. He's a good, uh, good set-piece take as well. I didn't realise because I've, well, I've, I didn't really recognise his name so much, but um, I've just looked at his stats now. He's 29 years old. Yeah. He played for Barnsley before Villa, where he scored 29 goals in 112, and for Villa, 132 appearances and 23 goals. So, Guess he's got a goal on him from midfield, and you're saying about the assists. I don't have them stats here, but that's probably what we need more. Someone that can score a goal from midfield, but also set up 
AU and Lou, I guess, is what Gibbs White would have been doing. So it's kind of a like for like replacement, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. So, okay, what's your? I mean, he's, I'm sure. He, I'm, just the one I'm thinking of. I'm sure he's got a free kicks as well and set pieces. I'm sure, he's uh, scored a few for Villa in the championship. I don't think we've scored one since Selina left, have we? God, I can't even remember the last free kick we scored. I, th- I think Selina might have scored one. Um, might have been in the cup actually, but uh, I could be lying. I'm, I'm pretty sure I recall Selina scoring one. Grimes is at the post a couple of times, isn't he? I don't yeah. think anyone else has really scored a free kick for us in the championship. Not since we come down. Not since Gilfie left have we looked uh, dead suit from dead balls, really. But yeah. Yeah. So what what you reckon then? Chris predicted lineup for cup game. Um one goalkeeper. Um you're, you're <laughs> be funny, didn't you? <laughs> Just the one. Go on, call, call who you think is gonna is gonna make the cut. Oh, test me, honey. Right, you're gonna have um, who's this new guy they've signed? The goalkeeper, what's his name? The guy from, from Huddersfield. Uh, Huddersfield, yeah. Oh, I can't remember his name. Hamer, yeah. Hamer, yeah. Hamer. Yeah. yeah. Probably chuck him in, won't he? Probably. Unless he's cup tied. Oh, cup tied, is he? He could well be. Actually, it's a good point. And if he is, I don't know who the hell do you put well, they had, uh, Josh, Was it Josh in, Gould? I think it was him. They either had Josh Gould or Liam Webb on the bench last week. And then they recalled the other ones. Whichever one was out on loan got recalled. So I guess if he is cup-tied, it'd probably be Woodman starting and one of those two on the bench. But yeah. Okay, so I've just checked. So Ben Hammer. That's his name, yeah? Yeah. So he started in goal in Huddersfield's last cup game. Right. So he's not going oh, to be able to play. Well, they lost to Plymouth Argyle. Oh, yeah, they did, didn't they? Yeah. So, um, you've, always, you've always got to be a bit sceptical when a, a team in the same league as you is willing to sell a goalkeeper in January. I his mean, contract was if, up in the summer, I think. Yeah, but... I'm um, a little sceptical, isn't it? I guess. Was he starting for them like regularly? Uh, he did. He started like thirty matches for him this season. He was a free transfer as well. Huh. I thought they. It's not bad. I thought they paid an undisclosed fee for him. I think it was pretty much free though. Like maybe there's some add-ons or like, if we go up, we'll give him some money. Maybe something like that. Um, from what I saw, it was pretty much like. His contract's expiring in the end of the year. I don't know if Huddersfield are in the best place financially either. Obviously, they came down the same year as us, didn't they? Was it the year after? Oh, year, year after, after they year stayed after, up, didn't yeah. they? Yeah. And they've not done great since coming down either, have they? So, um, yeah, so, okay then, Lee, what's your predicted lineup for the for the game? Um, well... Hamer's obviously come tied. It'll have to be Woodman, wouldn't it? Um, I'd like to see Manning have a full game on that left yeah. full back thing. I know like Bidwell's made it his own, but I'd like to see Manning have a proper run out there. Um, so now probably it'll have to be Connor Roberts. I worry, I worry about that other side because if Con- like Connor Roberts gets injured, it sort of changes the whole way we play because I don't think Norton's got the legs to. You can't go the arms either as well. Run it. <laughs> Um, probably what else we got in defence have to be the Latabodier 
Bango and probably Norton. Probably get Bidwell a rest. Um, and then probably Smith, Fulton, and Byers. And then Low and IU. I'd, I'd go for it, I would. I'd pretty much play a full side. Low and IU up front. Fair. Smith, Fulton. <clears throat> Byers a run out for fitness. Yeah, yeah. Definitely needs to have more minutes, I think. So Chris, what, what's, what are you going for then? I'd probably go for Woodman. Uh, I'd put back three, uh, Norton, Gooey, and Cabango. Yeah. Um, probably put four in front of them Roberts, Grimes, Sultan, Bidwell. Smith is an attacking midfielder. And then probably chuck IU and uh, Law up front. So you're not making any changes then? Uh, changes to what? From the last lineup against the Barnsley. Oh, is that the last lineup? Is it? Yeah, no, not making any changes. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> um, I think that you will make changes, but not many. So I think maybe Woodman in goals. I would say Cabango's probably going to stay in defence. It's, it's a bit tricky, the other two. I think Lata Bodier will, will play. Whether he'll maybe play Evans that played in last time, but probably not. So I think Gihi will probably still play. And he'll rest Norton, just because he's he's had a few injury troubles. I think Manning will get a run out, and he'll probably stick with Robert Swinney, because I think he runs, like, forever. Yeah. Doesn't seem to ever rest him. In the middle, I think he'll play Byers and probably start with Fulton or Smith. I'll say Fulton for now. Um, Danda probably in front of them and oh, tricky up front. Routledge and I'm going to say low to start with. But I don't know. Is Callum's still there? Maybe Callum will get run out. But I'm going to go with Routledge and low and then he'll probably make some changes later on to try and uh, rest some of the others, I guess. But um, yeah. And predicted scores then. So Lee... I don't know. You know, I'm not very uh, optimistic about our games. I think when the, when the draw was made, uh, when the draw was made, it was sort of like, oh, you know, Man City, we're going to get revenge for that other game, the one where they beat us in that FA Cup with, the, with, all, the, with all the bad decisions. So I think it's just one of them, isn't it? I, I think we might lose. I'm going to go 2-1 Forest. Chris? 1-0 uh, Forest. I think I'm going to go I don't know. I'm going to say 2 0 Swans standard scoreline where we seem to be winning by at the moment. But um, I just think we're playing quite well. The rest, and uh, without too many changes, I think probably managed to get over that line. Okay, moving on from the cup then, we'll just sum up the, what we think the season so far, how, how, how we've been doing and maybe what we need to bring in in January other than the ones we've already spoken about. If we need to bring in anyone, to see if we can actually get a serious challenge for promotion or even the title and what we think about that. So what do you reckon, Chris? What have our what have our season so far? Well it's it's been good, but it you know, it could have been a bit better seeing as we were only in second. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I am actually quite surprised. Yeah. Because I thought it was just like a little spell of like good results and it's just Continued and continued, 
And after what? How many games have we played now? Like twenty 24. something. Yeah, we are still up there. And we are starting to have a little bit of a gap now, aren't we? So yeah. So if you want to say playoffs, so seventh place, we've got thirty-seven points, and we are on forty-six. Yeah. Plus we've got a game in hand now because Stoke are currently playing, and it's one all. So if anyone wants to know when this was recorded, tell you what, if results if results go our way tonight as well, I know Bournemouth have lost already, which is a good result. If, if results go our way again, and we've still got a game in hand, and we're still up there, yeah, then uh, yeah, we could be laughing. So Watford had a game in hand over us then, did they? Because they're one 0 up at the moment and three points behind, but the same amount of games played. I'm pretty sure Brentford yeah. had like two games in hand over us. At yeah, one they've point had as well. COVID issues, so they've. Uh, They've got a few games to play. If if they if they win both of those, they can go above us, I think. Yeah, so if they win both, they'll go one yeah. point ahead of us. But I was saying to Lee yesterday, like it might have been it might work out worse for them. Obviously they've got to recover from whatever COVID issues they've got and that could affect some people more than others. Lots but of smell and stuff, yeah. They've got the pressure now of knowing they have to win <laughs> to get back into that position. Whereas they were on such a good run as well. Maybe that break isn't necessarily gonna be the best thing what they would have needed but we'll see the playing tomorrow isn't it is it tomorrow you'd rather have the you'd rather have the points on the board when you know i know like we'll have games in hand you're like oh if everybody wins their game in hand but you'd rather play the games and have the points yeah, on the you'd board rather play first on chase because at least you know you've done it there's nothing more we could do is yeah. it so um at this stage they they have the two games which we've already played they have to win them so um i'd rather be in a position that we're in <laughs> Um, so yeah, I think it seems you, Chris, I'm quite surprised where we are. I, I, I'm not surprised maybe if we were challenging for the playoffs, but you could still argue that we're challenging for the title because we still got to play Norwich, and if we won that game, bearing in mind it's at home. As things stand, I know the game is in the next game we're playing, but as things stand, we would only be one point behind them, and we're only playing them just at the beginning of February, so it's like two matches away in the league. So, you know, if we if we have good results and they have good results, it could be very tight after that game if we manage to win it. So you, I you think, can still say we're in the title race, but um, yeah, being more I realistic, I think second place is probably by the end of the season what we'd maybe challenging for. I think we might fizzle left. I've been saying that, that means, for a while, but... I reckon um, we'll probably end up fifth or sixth or something and... At the start of the season, I would have taken that, so I can't be disappointed. Well, yeah, of course. But, uh, yeah, from yeah. where we are now, I think when you look at some of the stats I haven't got in my hand, but I think at this point in the season, we're like joint best defence ever in a championship. We've had more clean sheets this season, I think including cup games, than we've conceded goals, which is crazy. And I think some, there was a stat saying like yeah, every been, team that's had such a good defence as what we've had ever in the Championship in past years has gone up. Whether we'd be the first team to break that, who knows? You reckon but, we would have had a better defence if we had rolled on or not? No, I genuinely don't think we would have. I don't know whether it would have been any worse, but I don't think it would have been better. Yeah. I mean, and it's one of them where I think like the leadership of Bennett as well we don't miss him so much when he's not there because he's maybe had such a good influence on the others. I know they were doing well already, but obviously he's definitely brought some experience with him from Wolves and being at the age he's at as well. You were saying he signed in the season the other day, wasn't you? Yeah, I think he is. I think he's been class since he's come in. 
solid. I mean, since since that since that signing he's come in, I think that's when our results were sort of taken off. There was a lot of sort of you know nil nil draws and games where we played well and we were dropping points and we were picking up a win. It was it was quite sort of not, not really inconsistent, but it was you know not as good as it is now. I think since he's come in, it's been uh, it's been it's been great. Yeah. So overview of the season for you then, Lee. No, I agree. I agree with you too. I didn't expect us to be up there. It's kind of like, you know, we had that amazing start last year. We were expecting it to sort of fizzle out and it did quite quickly. But um I think this year has been it's been a surprise. But um I, I think play I think playoffs is realistic. I I don't think we'll necessarily fizzle out, but I think if you look at the teams that are up there like Norwich and Watford and Bournemouth and Brentford, they've probably got a little bit more than us when it comes to the running, I think. Um, yeah. When it comes to sort of the latest stages of the season, if we dip a bit in form, I don't think we've got the players. Maybe only IU can drag us out of a of a, of a bad of a bad run. I think like Watford squad and Bournemouth squad. I know Bournemouth are in a bit of a dip at the moment, but I think they'll they'll probably be up there. I will be. I think we'd be close enough. I mean, yeah. we'd, we'd probably be challenging the third and fourth, looking in on the top two. But I think that's probably where we'll end up. Maybe fourth or fifth. I think you are right, but then at the same time, like obviously, I said challenging for second is probably where we are. Maybe we will finish third or fourth, but when you compare it to like Watford and Bournemouth, maybe not so much Brentford. I think the three seasons we've been in the Championship now, it's been the third. A lot of the same youngsters have started and been part of the team. You've seen them sort of develop. Obviously, now you know it's consistently got better in terms of league position as well. They're kind of there wanting to prove something. Whereas the ones that got relegated, I think that's the difference between us and these are everyone else really that's come down since we've come down. We basically got rid of all of our players that got relegated, but they're all coming back up with the same team. Yeah. So it's it's kind of like that's a bit refreshing. And I feel like the players that are coming through our youth and maybe not not the ones that brought us down, they're a little bit more to like prove a little bit more drive. And maybe that's why, when you look on paper, our team maybe looks worse than theirs. But those reasons is why it's maybe doing better in regards to like performances yeah. on the pitch. So I think maybe that could carry us yeah. through. But like we are a little bit thin if there's a couple of injuries, which would be the only concern really about us fizzling out. But like, yeah. I think a couple of weeks ago I probably would have said yeah playoffs. But I think we should be aiming now definitely for automatic. Like as an aim, the team should be aiming for that. That should be what they're looking oh, for. Yeah. So, oh, you've got to go for it. You've got to go for it definitely with with the position we're in. And I think we're playing. I think it's great that we are challenging these teams. I mean, if you look at like the players that Watford have brought in and the squad they've got and the money they spent to be above them and Bournemouth, and, you know Norwich came down and not losing those players to be in that question is uh, talking about Watford. Uh, ever ever since Jamal Lowe went into Ben Foster's GoPro, <laughs> I've been watching Ben Foster's videos and they're actually. Pretty good. Yeah, I've, yeah, I've, I've watched them all. Yeah. He's a, I've watched them all. Good. I watched yeah. the watched the Swans one, and I thought it was good. And I went to the start then and watched them all yeah, the way through. Yeah. They're really Maybe good. Freddie should get one set up. <laughs> Thing, if he were yeah. going to celebrate in front of that all the time, though, wouldn't he? Nobody yes. much he loves cycling as well. Just oh, I know. How can he do it? It's interesting. It's like it's like out in the morning. It's like oh, it's like eight o'clock in the morning. Yeah. It's like an hour cycle, then goes into training. Yeah. Then does like does an hour cycling. Hour cycling. Just cycle to the away matches. 
Yeah, I know. Well, yeah, good nice. on him, I guess. It's nice, I guess, to see a football player being a little bit more in touch with reality a little bit. They've got a good life yeah, as well, good. mind, haven't they? I mean, have you seen that? Have you seen that the the home games? They like stay in a hotel the night before, and like well, I was watching home. one of them. Yeah, I was watching one of them. Yeah, the home yeah. game was eight o'clock at night, um, and they still stayed in the hotel the night before. I was like, what is the point? <laughs> uh, well, I can't imagine Swans paying for our team to do that. All right, boys, well, have, not, a night, it's right. have a, it's like, have a like, night down the travel lodge, boys, <laughs> Wine Street. They do that. I don't. They just want to stay in a hotel before. Well, they just drive to the match. They, do. They? they all drive in, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. You see them driving to the match, don't you? People wait and stuff, and they get pictures when they walk out yeah. of the cars. But I think that's better because you're more in touch with the fans and the community. Then there's an opportunity for interaction. I think that's quite important. Not like shielded away in a hotel and no one sees you. The other one when you get off the bus. Like, I just think that interaction and a lot of the the players will have pictures of the people waiting and the kids. Obviously, when it's no COVID, and I think that is that community aspect of it is quite important, especially for our yeah. our club. Anyway, that's that's overkill. That is on it. So it's like regimented. They have them in at a certain time. They've got to go to a meeting, and you they've got to have Man food City. at a certain time, and they tell them what to yeah. do. You think it was like yeah, Man City or someone, but it's Watford. Yeah, it's good. Old. Um, okay, what do you reckon we need? It's to good. Bring I love in? watching it. I like seeing what they do. Like, yeah, yeah, that is good. Okay, so you say in playoffs, maybe fizzle out. So, what would you both think? Not necessarily personnel, but what positions do, do we need to bring someone in to try and maintain our position in second? Just cover, really, because I think our, like our starting eleven hasn't really been affected by um, all the loans going back. I think yeah, sort of our you know, team that we play every week. As long as I don't know, what, I don't know when Bennett comes back. I think when, once he comes back fit, I think that starting eleven is capable of getting second. Yeah. Then I think, like Connor Roberts has been so good for us. I worry if like he picked up a knock in every game week in week out, which he has been doing. Yeah. Then there's nobody that can play that role. Well, I guess no one does side, it, but he no maybe doesn't go as attacking as Roberts would. Yeah. So maybe uh, yeah, you'd have to adjust like. What do, well, I don't know, they play Garrick. Could they, could like, they play Manning? Yeah, they do Garrick, but could Manning play right? Maybe. Could maybe try it, I, I don't know. But So, yeah, yeah, fair enough. So, what you say, say you had, like, two two transfers that you could... Say the two that, you know, the, the guy from um, America and the guy from Villa, say they're in confirmed, what two more would you say? And pick an example of a player if, if you got one. Like uh, a striker who can score 20 goals a season... Yeah, yeah. Anyone uh, in mind? Uh, I don't actually know who's available. I don't really know any loanies we could get from um, from the Prem at the moment. Yeah, I think. Well, if, if Horahan comes in, so I think we've got. I think we're all right in midfield there. Bayer's coming back and, and Dander's still there. I think that's enough cover in and midfield. He's, he's going to use that guy from America probably up front, I'd imagine. Um, yeah, but I hear he's yeah. a winner though as well. He does both. So he, he does a bit of both. But it's going to be like, I think, he's going to try to do the same as what they did with the low. That sort of thing. He's got a bit yeah. of pace. Um, maybe they'll even play like in behind or are uh, you will drop behind. I don't know. We'll see. But uh, 
Apparently, uh, uh, there were a few uh, a few teams after this guy from America, wasn't there? Like, yeah, there's a couple of couple Germany. Of yeah. yeah. So I think you're right, though. A striker would be good. And after now, a striker, that can score. But I don't know who I'm I, a bit gutted about that guy from Southampton. Oberfemi, is it? Yeah. I got injured in training, didn't he? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just feel as though, like, well, I might be completely wrong, but we haven't had an out and out proper striker scoring goals for, like, ages. Well, McBurney, probably, but that was one yeah, season. Man. He, he would have continued to do it, I think, for us. He scored over twenty goals in the one season. He was our first choice striker. I just don't. I don't think Sheffield's system allows anyone to score twenty goals a season. So he's never going to re- recapture that form with them. I don't, I don't see why they need like eight strikers. Because he plays two in one match and two in the next match, and then like. I just, how does that work? It's ridiculous. Well, How do you keep them all happy? It's, it's working well for them. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, strike player and yeah. the other one, maybe yeah, a little bit of, I was going to say a bit of midfield, but probably not, probably a right back, a right wing back. Not the corner I office, think sorry, needs someone to make him play well at the moment, but if he's not there, you're right. Maybe someone is happy to like come off, sit on a bench. But does offer something going forward if we need him to play. So they're the two I would I would agree with you that probably need the most strength. Yeah, I agree. Okay. And then we win the league. Yeah. yeah, win the league. Well, what is the difference between us and winning the league at the moment? Perhaps perhaps it is just a goal scorer from from day one rather than trying to mould Jamaldo into one. But you know we can't really complain. That's being yeah. a bit harsh. But yeah, well, um, it's been been good, lads. So um, probably try and get this sorted. Um, hopefully launch it tomorrow. So it'll be the 20th. But yeah, follow our Twitter, which I'll put in the link just for the Swans cast. And there's also an Instagram. So I'll, I'll link those two below. But yeah, catch you all have, in the next one. Have, we'll we, got and... a, um, have we got a parlor account as well? Another moment. <laughs> I, I, I haven't used Parler before. Know, you could, thinking, you could do like... Um... Go on. Oh, no, I was just going to say, you know, like we did the predictions. You yeah. just do like um, like points for all of us. Yeah, we'll start for the next league uh... game, shall we? Yeah. So we just do a prediction at the end, and then, or the other in the middle, whatever. We'll see who and wins then by the end of the season. Just get points. Yeah, so it will... Uh... Yeah. We'll get that down. We'll get everyone else who's going to be involved to do one as well, even if they're not in each episode. And we'll see what comes out on top by the end. That'll be good. Uh, check it out on Twitter. People can get involved if they want then and uh, see what happens. But yeah, it's been good. So uh, cheers for coming, Lee, Chris. And um, catch you on the next one. So no worries. Have a good one. See you later. The match has just finished and you're on your way home. What better way to celebrate that 90th minute winner than a McNugget share box and a few tips with your mates? You channel your inner Ronald as you race to beat the muck delivery home, just making it an injury time. Ordering muck delivery is easy on the McDonald's app. You in? 
are participating restaurants. 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and term supply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.